catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Thursday morning, March 23rd. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. Amidst political efforts to address public education reform, some are focusing on the study of liberal education. I spoke with Stanford University's Hoover Institution Senior Fellow and University of Florida Hamilton Center Advisory Board member Peter Berkowitz on the changing state of liberal education in public school settings in Florida. You recently gave a talk hosted by the Hamilton Center on the value of liberal education. Can you go over what is liberal education and why is it important? Well, liberal education is uh, distinct from vocational training, professional education, including law, medicine, and graduate school training. All those are designed specifically to fit you for a job. In contrast, Liberal education it aims at preparing citizens to enjoy the benefits of freedom and to shoulder the responsibilities of freedom. What does liberal education look like right now nationwide in public schools, whether that be in K through 12 settings or on a university level? In a sense, um, all education in a free society, as you suggest, should be liberal education from the earliest grades to its capstone uh, liberal education uh, colleges and universities. I myself am quite worried about uh, the state of liberal education in uh, th throughout the country because I see it as uh, increasingly politicized, as increasingly about promoting uh, a distinctive set of uh, of a distinctive political program rather than in the early grades teaching students how to um, read, write, and do arithmetic eventually st teaching students history and literature, and then in college, along with their majors and specialty, uh, exposing them to, uh, to the great works, again, with the purpose of furnishing their minds and then, and at the same time, teaching them how to see issues from a multiplicity of sides, analyze them, and arrive at their own judgments. And talking about Florida specifically, how do you feel about recent political action and the proposal and passage of bills like HB 999 and the Stop Woke Act are changing the way that liberal education is handled in the state? Well, I think uh, I think Florida's Governor DeSantis has um, uh, done more on behalf of education than uh, any governor in recent memory. I think m much of the legislation, the proposed legislation, ha has been designed to um, actually remove politics to the extent possible, move, remove not the study of politics, but the politicization of the curriculum. That is the determination to instill in students a single point of view, a single perspective, a single set of conclusions about politics. I think Governor DeSantis is moving in the right direction. However, I do worry that the Stop Woke Act and House Bill 999 in, in some limited respects go too far, especially in the view that um, that it's proper for the state of Florida to um, prohibit professors from teaching certain ideas. That I believe is an infringement of academic freedom and not good for liberal education at the university. We should always be opposed to indoctrination at any level of the educational system, um, but especially at the university level, this is different from K through 12, we should not uh, stand in the way 
of professors uh, discussing any particular set of ideas. Let's also talk about the Hamilton Center a little bit. What were your thoughts on the creation of this new curriculum? I was delighted to learn of the um, of the creation of the Hamilton Center. Uh, I've been asked to serve as on the advisory board of the Hamilton Center. It's an honor for me. As you know, I, I came to Florida as a guest of the Hamilton Center. The mission of the Hamilton Center, the Hamilton Center for Classical and Civic Education, is to is exactly to do what I think is uh, so important, which is give provide students an opportunity to learn about uh, the fundamental principles that organize the great American experiment in ordered liberty, and to read more widely in um, in the in the traditions out of which America arose. The aim of the Hamilton Center in the spirit of liberal education is not only to furnish students' minds with ideas but encourage them to ask questions, to push back, to consider the evidence on all sides and ultimately reach, um, reach their own judgments about, uh, about the great issues of the day. So I'm delighted to see within uh, the University of Florida, a new unit specifically devoted to the recovery of liberal education. And I, um, I very much hope that the Hamilton Center will come to serve as a model not only uh, throughout Florida, but around around the country of uh, concerning uh, what can be accomplished through liberal education. And then how do you feel about the Hamilton Center's creation being paired with this push against diversity, equity, and inclusion in public universities? You know, there are... Um, in a way, they're different issues in the way that in an, and in a way they are uh, related issues. That is, the Hamilton Center is an educational is an educational unit, again, devoted to study of what America is and the larger civilization of its apart. To the extent that uh, diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives put some other good ahead of education at our educational institutions, I'm quite worried. Uh, and the Hamilton Center stands for the proposition that our, our primary mission uh, for undergraduates who've come to get a liberal education degree is to expose them to the, to the great ideas. And I should have added this, I should say Western civilization, but liberal education culminates with the study of other civilizations as well because you cannot understand your own civilization unless you compare it to um, what, what other groups of people, how other groups of people have organized themselves, the principles to which they've looked up, the mistakes they've made as we've made mistakes, their accomplishments as we have accomplishments. So um, to the extent that diversity, equity, inclusion adopts a social justice agenda uh, through the college and university, I believe that the Hamilton Center represents an alternative understanding and the better understanding of what the mission of a university is. That was Stanford University fellow Peter Berkowitz on changes in liberal education in Florida. Now let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. Governor Ron DeSantis' administration is proposing an expansion of the controversial Don't Say Gay law to all grades. According to the Associated Press, the proposal, which does not require legislative approval, is set to be voted on by the State Board of Education next month. 
the rule change would ban lessons on sexual orientation and gender identity from grades 4 to 12 unless required by existing state standards or as part of reproductive health instruction that students can choose not to take. Environmental groups are suing the federal government over slowing protections for gopher tortoises. According to WUSF, the Center for Biological Diversity, based in St. Petersburg, and other groups filed an intent to sue the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for failing to list the gopher tortoise as a threatened or endangered species. The service has projected that by the end of the century, nearly three-quarters of the species could be lost, primarily to development projects that favor the same high sandy soil where tortoises live. A proposal removing fentanyl strips from Florida's list of banned drug paraphernalia is now on its way to a full Senate vote after clearing a final committee. According to Florida Politics, in 2020, more than 6,150 people died from overdoses involving fentanyl, which is a synthetic opioid 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine. Fentanyl test strips are regarded by the CDC as a low-cost method of helping prevent drug overdoses. SB 164 has received large bipartisan support since it was introduced. However, comments objecting to the bill came from Gainesville-based Republican Senator Keith Perry, who suggested that the bill could inadvertently give dealers of illicit drugs a new way to measure how much of the substance they put into their products. Subscribe to The Point Newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every weekday morning at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org to subscribe and view the most recent issues. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications. Have a great Thursday.